0: You've Got to kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you got to take it up enough. All right, all right, all right. I thought you sounded good. Your lovely voice for radio. You, you are out of your mind if you think I'm going to put this person on the air. Are we going to be goofing off like this every day? Rove McManus and Sam Frost. This is Rove and Sam. Good evening, Australia. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Rove and Sam. Sam is away tonight, unfortunately, um, but as a substitute if you can't have sam frost well who would you have well me clearly but also some of the biggest names in show business as we look back at some of our wonderful moments we've had with our favorite guests when you talk favorites i know this is the top of sam's list if anyone asks her first name to come out of her mouth ty burrell everyone's favorite for modern family and when he was in town for finding dory we got him in to the studio live in the flesh That one is worth sticking around for. Also, one of my favourite people on the planet, Pink, will be chatting to us as well tonight. But when we come back, we're going to kick things off with, wow, this guy. One of my favourites in Hollywood, funny, funny bugger, Vince Vaughn. Oh, but takes a bit of a serious role in the Oscar-nominated Hacksaw Ridge. We chat to him about that when we come back. Rogan Sam. October 2016. Do you remember where you were? Yeah, I do. I was talking to Vince Vaughn, and you were about to hear it again. Sam and I caught up with Vince. He had just been part of Mel Gibson's new Oscar-nominated epic, Hacksaw Ridge. And look, you probably don't know this about Vince. He's a big... Uh, intimidating figure, but man, he is a funny, funny guy. And we had a great time getting to catch up with him and chat about the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Here's Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, we are very excited that you are part of uh, Hacksaw Ridge. What an incredible story. Now, for us in Australia, we were not aware of the tale, but this is an incredible story. Did you know about it going into it beforehand?
1: You know, I didn't know about it. I had never heard of the story. And, uh, you know, when it came, ac- came across my desk, I was blown away by the story. And then when you look it up and fact check it, and I saw the documentary on it, the guys, what he did was even more remarkable than what was in the movie. Um, it was unbelievable, sort of, uh, the harm's way he put himself in and the way that he did it. And then, you know, for me, I have known Mel uh, for a while. I've always been one of my favorites, and he's my favorite director. So to know that he was going to be telling this story about a person really made an easy choice for me. He's such a, an amazing storyteller.
0: Uh, are you nervous when it's... Uh, had you met Mel before to be able to... Go, you're going into the audition, you, I would have been shitting my pants. Yeah, no, I,
1: I, I didn't. He offered me the part. I didn't audition oh, for oh, it. And I, had oh, no oh, yeah. I had no Mel. I had no Mel for a while. <laughs> So uh, I had I had hung out with Mel a few times prior to and always had a good laugh with him and always uh, he has a good sense of humor always enjoyed his company so yeah I was definitely excited because uh, I love his storytelling
0: you know he's obviously had tremendous success do you feel now though he's he's done his penance for a while there he was in the Hollywood doghouse and the hope is that people will will come to this movie without any of his previous stigma attached and just enjoy it for what it is which is a great movie do you think people will be able to do that.
1: Oh gosh, I don't know. Uh, I don't speak to any of that. I've always loved Mel. I've always known him to be such a good guy, and I think uh, everyone that knows him knows him to be that way. He's a he's a tremendous guy. He's so giving and always been so considerate and helpful to young directors. I think uh, everyone that knows him has always really um, been quite fond of him. Um, and I and, and I think as a storyteller, he's just so undeniable. So you know, the truth of it is, for me, in a in an era where movies just don't get made unless there's a sequel, unless they can see a franchise out of it. Sadly, um, the fact that. There's a movie being made that really is a one-off that's just about a, a person that has so much conviction. I think it's so wonderful to even have this being made at this time. I think that's the, the biggest thing out of it. It's nice to have a movie about people that, you know, stay true to a conviction and are rewarded and reward people around them for that. Um, sadly, you know, as a kid there was more of these stories around us. It's one of the things that made me want to be involved in storytelling. Um, So it's nice that there's a a film that's inspiring like that, that's out there and and made so well by one of the great directors of all time.
0: And Vince, you're absolutely incredible in this film. And, you know, most people know you for your comedic roles. What was it like, you know, off the set? Were you guys all laughing? And was it quite, um, I guess, humorous? And were people joking around?
1: Well, I really love Australia. The, the the young actors who were all Australian just just about. I mean, all the all the other members of the platoon were just phenomenal. These kids were very serious actors. Um, took their role very seriously. Came in very prepared and committed. And yet, we're very down to earth and, 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 earth and supportive of each other. There was no kind of one upping each other. The group of kids there were were really supportive, and and we had a lot of laughs. It was really good camaraderie. We we joked around quite a bit. They all had a great sense of humor. Humor um, and uh, yeah, there was a good time. Good time had by all. I mean, I think we all believed in the in the in the story we were telling, and obviously in the in the filmmakers. So there was a real commitment and dedication to being focused and doing your best. But we definitely definitely had a good time, and I think that really helped and shows on screen. There was a real real friendship and a real uh, camaraderie that that developed. That I think you know really helped translate uh, in 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 seeing these characters all get along and have a genuine love for each other.
0: Vince Vaughn, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Such a delight to talk to you guys. Enjoy your day there. Rosen Sam. One of my, not just favorite guests, favorite people on the planet. Pink, aka Alicia Moore. Look, she was one of the first guests we ever had on the show. This is November 2015. And look, she is now a mother a second time round. But I had only just become a new dad. And I had a lot of questions to ask her about what I was in for. Here's Pink. How are you? I miss you.
2: I miss you too. Come back.
0: I have been enjoying you in what seems to be a very fun mode uh, of your life at the moment. And obviously, like many of us, through the wonderful world of social media, seeing uh, Willow grow up so incredibly quickly, to the point where she's even had her first not just bike lesson, but motorbike lesson.
2: Oh, well, what did you expect? See, that that was a non-negotiating... I married the wrong guy if I didn't want her on a motorcycle. She can crash really well. <laughs> I don't know if you know that that's an art. Falling is an art, and she is good at it.
0: Well, I've had, I've had one lesson with Carrie, and I nearly took out uh, a lemonade stand. There were kids with, with a lemonade stand, and he was very calm. He's a very good teacher. Have you found that?
2: He is a really good teacher. He's very patient, unlike myself and Willow. The first time he put her on her motorcycle, she went, Oh, Papa, I wish you'd
0: just moved so I could go fast. Oh, wow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she's kind of a dick. I love
0: her. Uh, Is that part of the the process of of being a mom, even even now with with Willow at four, getting to that point where you can feel comfortable letting go? And like some some parents, I know Tasma is still sometimes struggling with letting Ruby go down a slide. For us, like, to think you're putting her on a motorcycle, is that a big step to take as a mum?
2: I mean, I don't let her climb trees. Really? <laughs> but I let her ride a motorcycle. Because here's the thing. Carrie <laughs> Hart is a lifer. He's, a, he's the best person for her to be with while learning that. Like, he's a master of his craft, and he's all about safety, and he's her dad, so... It's all good with me. I feel very safe with her on a motorcycle with him. If it were somebody else, if my husband were like a, a welder, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not on the motorcycle. Maybe she'd be learning how to weld.
0: But. Yes. We'd be seeing Instagram pics of her with an oxyacetylene torch. I just feel good I know that term. <laughs> um, I have a very special treat for you. I know you are aware that um, Ruby's my daughter Ruby, her playlist includes many of your songs and what I have for you now is the one and only Ruby A. McManus with her cover of Pink's Walk This Way. Walk
2: this way. We're washing, we're Walk this way. We're washing, we're Last night's no, I am Where I, am. I get the wristbands. Walk this way, walking, Walk this way, There you have it. Aww, that is the cutest that's thing. So cute. <laughs> oh, I want to eat her. I... <laughs> Don't worry, when she grows up. Auntie Leisha will tell her all about the backstory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are the only person I can think of that I would allow my daughter to say the word tramp stamp for. <laughs> Always good to talk to you. Thank you very much for making the time.
2: I love you. I miss you. Sam.
0: Sam is away, unfortunately, but we are looking back at some classic moments with some of our favourite guests, and this one is top of Sam's list. Ty Burrell, one of the nicest people you could ever wish to meet. We were very, very lucky to have him join us live in the studio in June of last year for Finding Dory. He played Bailey, the beluga whale. Yeah, the white one with a big noggin, as my daughter would say. And look, as a member of the Pixar family, I've done it before. I was a talking crab. It was an honour to welcome him to the fold. And we had a wonderful chat. And you will quite clearly see why he walked out of here as Sam's new favourite. Here's Ty Burrell. Now, what is great, Sam, is that you did a very polite thing beforehand and you got rid of your gum. Oh, look, you know what? It was very unladylike of me. I was chewing chewing. I did stick it at the back of my nose. But if I may, (laughs) if I may, what is one of your pet peeves, (laughs) Ty Uh oh! What is, what one is of it? your pet peeves? No, don't.
3: What Are is you, it? Well, okay, first of all, is this from memory? Yes. You have a crazy memory,
0: isn't it? it am I right, though? I, People I, chewing I, gum.
3: I, I may not be a gum lover. Well,
0: do you but, know what? I did it for the occasion. But
3: now I love it because I just learned that it's called Chewy.
0: Yes, Chewy.
3: That's kind of endearing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I learned last night that it's called a candy bar. We call it the long and boring concession stand.
1: Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah concession. Like it sounds like a
3: legal term.
0: That's right. <laughs> or lollies. What are some of your other favourite uh, Australian terms? Like, you shot no. an episode of Modern Family here. So you, must you must have picked know up some lot. lingo, right? Um... What about lolly bag? Lolly Which bag? is also, okay, so a physical container for candied sweets. As well as... See, that's what we would call it. <laughs> 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 We'd call it a physical
3: container for candied <laughs> sweets. Oh, go get some physical containers <laughs> <laughs> for candied uh, sweets candy for the children, sweets. please.
0: And uh, if you could also add some of the candied sweets <laughs> in it. But it's also a euphemism for your speedo oh really it, it's the little it uh, holds yeah, yes. the oh, we call that the banana item. hammock oh
2: God, banana for...
0: hammock
3: for briefs
0: you know one of my favorite terms i picked up from my time in the u.s what's that titty twister like it's, as in like a nipple yes. cripple.
3: yeah oh this is such a cultural it's like learning about each other yeah
0: now very excited about the idea of <clears throat> finding nemo being back with finding dory now I know that you pretty much just said yes to this before even knowing what it was, right? Yeah. How early in the stage of it were you before you just went yes, come in? I got a call from my
3: agent saying that uh, Pixar was going to be calling, and I answered the phone. I'll take the job. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I speaking to? You know, Pixar. You being a veteran of Pixar. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of those things, some of the best movies, some of my favorite movies in general, not just animated, like WALL-E, also directed by Andrew Stanton, one of my favorite movies of all time. They just somehow magically make perfect stories all the time, so I was excited mm-hmm. to jump in. And I have two kids, mm-hmm. so there's that.
0: That's got to give you so much cred.
3: None. My daughters could not be any less impressed by the way. Isn't really? that crazy? Right? Thought, right? Yes! Defend me! I Get
0: them in a, here! I thought that your children would be like, oh, this is fantastic. How cool's dad? This is. No. A f- really?
3: They view me as an obstacle to the story <laughs> they're watching. <laughs> When they're watching the movie and my character comes out, they think, because I spend most of my time at home trying to make them laugh, sure. and they, like any reasonable human being, they're sick of
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: so when I come out as a character in an animated film, they think it's just more of the same. Yeah, And right. they basically treat me that way, like... Get out of
0: the... We're trying to watch (laughs) a movie. (laughs) We're in the middle of a movie. (laughs) Please don't do this. Can we get a cut where the beluga's not in (laughs) it, please? And how long ago did you actually record uh, the voices until the final product?
3: It's an incredibly... A a glacially slow process. It was four years.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um,
3: I was only on it for the last two. But uh, they worked right up to right up to the end
0: fantastic job with this thanks. you guys have have done it again and I'm glad that you are now officially in the Pixar fold my friend
3: thank you Ty Burrell <laughs> thank you very much good, good to see you. good to see you
0: thanks well that's it for tonight's show thank you to Ty Burrell Pink Vince Ford, all our guests and thank you to you guys for listening uh, stick around for Ash London Live we'll be back tomorrow Sam I am assured we'll be back on deck as we start to create some more memorable moments <laughs> that's a lot of pressure have a great uh, Tuesday. We'll catch you tomorrow night right after Hamish and Andy. Till then, I'm Roe McManus. Say hi to your mum for me.
1: Roven and Sam. That, that was, that was uh, Radio Gravy. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Roven and Sam.